Everybody, welcome back. This is the Nonsense Podcast, episode four. Today, I'm joined by the lovely gentleman from Real Talk, uh, their band that we've had the privilege of playing with a few shows. Um, awesome musicians, even better guys. So I'm going to kick it off. We've Today on the line, we've got Pat, Tom, Rustin. Dude, there's way too many of you, by the way. Um <laughs> um and i'm also joined by adam too on the line as well yo yo yeah man this is pretty sick so hell yeah guys what's up what what are you doing what have you been doing since we last talked and played our show uh we did a lot of things we recorded a new uh ep uh i've been walking my roommate's dog a lot (laughs) (laughs) that's great been and, playing a lot of guitar and piano and working out and you know just enjoying the quarantine life as best as we can, right? It's the way to be. <laughs> yup. For I, sure. And Pat, what's up? Uh I just said walking my roommate's dog. <laughs> oh, that was you. Oh my god. <laughs> Already forgetting about Rustin. I, I, can't, I didn't I can't, forget you, Rustin. I can't discern names on here. It's all good. It's I'm used to it. Uh <laughs> I've just been working from home. And uh, I have a newborn at the house. I've been hanging out with him and uh, just working on some demos. Yeah, how's the family doing, man? Really good. Yeah, happy to be home. Happy to be safe right now. Yeah, good that everybody's healthy. Yeah. Awesome, guys. So um, I just wanted to kick this off with you guys being in the studio. Um, I know you just got out, just did. Was it an EP or was it an album? And this is what, now your second or third? It was an EP, and it's our third. Yes. Wow. So, so what background can you give me on that? What details can you give me without, I guess, providing too much? No spoiler alerts. We recorded Gary Chone. How do you say it? Uh, Chone? Sione. Sione. Very Italian. Uh, in <laughs> New Jersey. I already forgot where New Jersey. But Sound Acres, right? Sound Acres, yeah. Uh, I had a great time because I grew up loving Gary and all his bands, and he hated me, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to be a I think you guys became friends by the end of it. Yeah, by the end. There's always that, there's always that thing with Pat. We got to think, is this kid, like, serious with this stuff, or is, he, is there something wrong? But then you're like, no, he's just an amazing human being with an, an intense sense of humor, is a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> He, he probably didn't like me at first. I think he was scared of you at first, and then he realized that you were joking for most of it. Except I don't really know if you were or not. So. Most of the time I'm being serious. I, I, I think one of my favorite favorite memories that best explains your sense of humor is we were standing in Vermont, and I was having a conversation with JJR outside of the venue after we played with Keep Flying. And you literally come over, cut us off like mid mid conversation, and say Patagonia or LLB. And he made us go choose right then and there, and then said, awesome, and walked away. <laughs> wow. So uh, back to recording. So, Gary, what bands was he in? He was in Crime and Stereo. And oh, then shit. when they broke up, he started Day Trader. Once again, I love both bands a lot. So I was nerding out. I kind of want to nerd out now, too. I love both bands. That's great. That's right. So, uh, what's the style, I guess, of recording? Like, what um, really made the distinction for you guys to go with him? 
I feel uh, he also produces uh, produced the free throw records. He did. Uh, I forgot what shit. What was that band? Sorority noise. I forgot what sorority noise yes. he did. But he did one of them. I think he did the last one. Uh, so we kind of knew like what like his production was. Was we were kind of like wondering like how is he gonna do with like we're kind of like probably the most poppy band he's recorded. So we were like, oh, like, I wonder how it's gonna go. We we wanted more of like a rock vibe, so we went with that direction. I'd say. When you say a rock vibe, can you give us like examples? It's, of very, it's very rockish. Yes. Like big chords and uh, yeah, very guitar driven. Very. There's a lot of fun guitar parts in there for sure, to say the least. Um, I'm very happy with how like all the guitar stuff came together, the bass, the drums. You know, it's just a very full sounding record. Um, Tom, it's your first time recording with them, right? With real talk, yes. And um, actually, Rustin's first time too. So. Yep. <laughs> oh no way. Yeah. Russian, Russian, you weren't on Arrivals? No, I joined the band, uh, I don't know, a couple months after they recorded it. Oh, see, That's I thought... crazy. I always thought you were because you were in the video for Bury Me Easy and everything, but now I, now I know. I still I know. think that's my favorite song of ours currently. It's a great song. I remember, I remember when I was playing with you guys, it was always a fun one to do. Oh, yeah. So, um, I guess, yeah, take it back. Uh, maybe Pat might be the guy who can answer this. So, what was it like um, prior to having these guys join? You know, what was the formation of Real Talk? And then how did you guys blossom into what you are now? So, pretty much Steven, Steven's old band started, and then they toured a little bit, and then they kind of wanted to reform because a bunch of people, his high school band left, like, started. And so, we started a new thing with our old singer, I actually joined right after our first EP. So the first time I got to record and like write with them was Arrivals. Mm. So then we started touring. Uh, we pretty much started touring as much as we could. Took a break, a, bu- a bunch of breaks, and then we're like, all right, let's let's, like, let's do this again. So we, start, we wrote uh, Arrivals and then we recorded it. We drove out to Indiana and big like we're like, all right, big producer. ABG, we're like we're, we're like we're gonna do this, and then after two weeks after Arrivals came out, our uh, singer left. So we two were, weeks after, two weeks after, pretty much, yeah. Oh uh, my god! Um, I mean, can you are you comfortable going into that? Uh, he just didn't want to do it, and he didn't want to waste time anymore, I guess, which is like fair. Uh, I still talk to Joey. Actually, I talked to him. I'm, I was texting him currently about like movies and stuff like that, and like running. So it's just he didn't want to do it, and so it's cool. So then we were back in limbo again. Yeah, and just having you know dropped something so recently, like the first thing you want to do after that is we, get that out yes. to people and perform in front of people. Yeah, uh, Radam actually filled in for a couple of shows. Hey. hey. Actually, the first show I played with Real Talk, Adam was singing for, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. No, actually, uh, I don't know if I... The first time I saw them, I think. we were in Vermont. Before I joined. And I remember remember you standing in front laughing hysterically as I slipped and ate shit on the floor (laughs) mid-set. That's like a recurring theme. (laughs) It happens quite a bit in my line of work. 
I'm just disappointed you don't take your shorts off anymore. You know, it's, it's actually really funny you said that. I'm starting to think about, like, what's the first time I met, like, you and Rustin? Because that's really how this whole ball started rolling. And The Red Summer Sundays, man. Red Summer Sun at My Place Pizza. It, yep. Avery and I played acoustic, and I vaguely remember that somewhere throughout that acoustic set, I climbed up on top of the uh, speaker monitors and took my pants off. <laughs> oh hey, God. at least you weren't the one who fucking unplugged my amp mid set, and I was just like, "Where'd all my fucking sound go?" Right? <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that pissed me off so bad. Somebody unplugged you? Yeah, well, like not intentionally, but oh. the dude was like drunk and tripped over my cable and ripped my power supply out of the wall. <laughs> so. Oh shit! My place, pizza, great place. Is that in Poughkeepsie? Uh, it, yeah. yeah, it's not a venue yes. anymore, which. I can't I, imagine why. I don't know if it ever actually truly was it's a venue or just a place that happened to have an amp. But you know, it was it was definitely definitely some fun local shows and obviously made some great friends out of there. Hell yeah. That's remarkable. So <laughs> so um The difference oh yeah, yeah the difference that, a... uh everyone's very everyone's go gung ho about like everything. Like if it's like playing a show pretty much gung ho about playing shows. We are spread apart, so it's a lot harder sometimes. But it's like we're all business now, which is really great. Now we don't have to like talk people into like everything. It's really a lot better being in a band. This yeah, there's there's no like convincing yeah. to it. You guys just are like, all right, look, we got this gig. Do you want to play? Yeah, I mean, like, if it makes sense, like we can all like huddle up. I mean, that's literally everything that went into what makes sense. I mean, including the name. It's just. With one for the Braves, Avery and I were constantly convincing people to do this, do that. Never really wanted to talk about business. Then we started What Makes Sense, and uh, all of us are pretty much on the same page. And we say, hey, here's the deal. And they're like, yeah, we can do it, or no, I can't do it. And there's no ifs, ands, buts, and we, we do it the best we can. That's really the best way to run any band. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's important to treat it as that, too, and not just like, oh, we're out here to have fun. Because if you treat it like that, I mean, I get it. It's fun, but at the same time, you do want to turn a profit, and you want to see some reward out of the work you put into it right so i mean you gotta at some point you know you gotta treat it like a business mentality too so oh it is you don't do that yeah Yeah. absolutely you know right and you shouldn't you shouldn't you know it doesn't it doesn't whether it's your best friend whether it's your brother or your you know your own mother it doesn't it doesn't pay anybody to have to convince somebody to think that it's a business right sorry my phone's going up (laughs) (laughs) hello yo rustin how you doing over there you've been quiet Oh, you know, just hanging out. I, I enjoy was listening to these two uh, rant on for a little <laughs> while. So, so um, actually, yeah. Now that we, I want to get to Rustin because I I haven't gotten the chance to meet you as much as I have with the other guys. Um, but this question's really for you and Pat as well. So I know you guys are both straight edge. Um, what influenced you to do that? Was it you know like? Your typical, like, oh, I listened to Minor Threat, and, like, this is what it was? Or was it something a little bit uh, more intricate than that? Uh, I'll go first, I guess. Uh, so, first of all, like, I just never really had an interest in things like alcohol and stuff like that. So that kind of kicked it off. Um, I-, I definitely wasn't, like, uh, a Minor Threat uh gung-ho type like you know they weren't the influence of it you get the three x's on tattooed on your neck (laughs) right um for me like i said it was just you know uh you know an interesting upbringing along with uh just a general lack of interest and then uh when i found out 
about like the straight edge kind of community i just kind of for myself into that as well and um, yeah you're like oh this is an actual like thing yeah it just <laughs> like i was just doing this <laughs> right exactly so it just kind of made sense for me and um so that's kind of how i just fell into it mine was more of a my whole family like loves eating red meat and like drinking and when i was like 16 i heard minor threat and i was like yeah i don't think i want to do this anymore i don't want to like be surrounded by race cars my whole family loves race cars and very typical nascar so i was like yeah i think i'm gonna stop like i had smoked once i think i had one sip of a beer and i was like yeah don't think i'm gonna do this i heard my threat i also (laughs) had three x's tattooed on me yeah so So, three two two different ends of the spectrum i I wanted to be complete opposite and if you you, if you've heard or met me you're like thank god this kid's not The, the first time I met you, I thought you were like a giant stoner, and they're like, "No." Nah. I thought you were drunk as yeah, hell. And, Honestly, me and too. Everybody's like, "No, nah, that's that's just Pat." <laughs> like, don't take that the wrong way. I just, I was like, "Wow, this." Guy we have a cool. very um. There's like an inside joke where like everyone thinks I'm always on something. Like that's like no one's actually seen me sober. Until like you get to know me, I'm just high on life. If man. you've met me for like more than a week, you're like, "Oh man, this kid gets very bummed sometimes." I'm not convinced it, it, it wasn't, to this day that I've ever seen you sober, Pat. It wasn't it wasn't until <laughs> Portland that I really believed them when they told me you were straight edge. Yeah. Bring tickets and I'm like, ah, I don't care about them. I just chuck them. Just microdosing on Wawa. Oh, dude, I actually just opened it today. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let, wait, let's talk about it. Let's talk about your love. All right. Uh, I... I... I do love Wawa. I'm not like a purist. Like I would go to Sheets. I would go to like whatever. But there's just something. It's just because I don't. (laughs) I can't go there like regularly. Like I have to drive to Philly or New Jersey to go to Wawa. So yeah, yeah. It's just a thing I don't get often. So I'm like all about it. Although you ever want that, you and I both that you and I. You ever want that Cumberland Farms? Let me know. I'll send you some care packages. I. We have Cumberland Farms, like, there's probably Cumberland Farms, like, not even a half a mile from my house. And there's three go. within five minutes of mine. I don't, I don't go. Like, I'm like, whatever. And, like, one of my ex-girlfriends loved it. So I'm like, no, like, I, I hate Cumberland Farms. Have y'all ever been to a Stewart's? Yeah. Oh, hell oh, yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of those. Hell yeah. Too. Yo, Stewart's iced tea? Yeah, you want to, you talking about going to church? <laughs> Stewart's iced tea and Stewart's ice cream, two amazing things. Hell yeah, dude! Stewart's ice cream is the shit, and I'm pretty sure I lived off their Michigan's and got real fat there for a while. Yeah, <laughs> we used to when we were there. Used to be one we so I grew up skiing literally every weekend, and we would always go. There was a Stewart's right by the mountain we go to, and we would live off of uh, Stewart's pizza and their breakfast sandwiches. But then <laughs> when we all got to be about like, you know, teenagers, like, they started making their own beer. It's called, it's called Mountain Brew. Mountain Brew, baby. <laughs> if I had to what? explain Mountain Brew to you, it's like someone took old flat Coors Light, took it out of the can and put it into a different can. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's like stale beer 30. We say no more. We used to buy that and we all used to go get hammered skiing. Oh, great times. <laughs> Been there. My college years. <laughs> <laughs> Wade Boggs challenge. 
Wade Boggs, where we played King of the Mountain. Yeah, whoever had the most beer left at the bottom won. <laughs> and survives at the bottom of the exactly. <laughs> um, guys, I wanted to actually tell you a little bit of a story because I um just interviewed Eddie and Nick from our band um for the last episode, Sassy which we'll Nick. publish actually next week. Um, but hell yeah, they told me a very funny story about um, like playing with you guys for the first time, which uh, Eddie's first interaction with you guys was in Philly and Long Island. Same as I'd had. It's also literally how he joined our band. So word. (laughs) Yeah. So Nick was like, our our drummer was like, Hey, um, Eddie, man, you, you want to play a few, you know, like we want to join this band. And we had these shows booked, you know, a a few, uh, I think months or out or something like that. And Eddie's like, Oh yeah. Like who is it with? And, um, Nick accidentally told him real friends. <laughs> Sorry so to burst this bubble. Like, Damn. Holy shit. These guys like aren't that big. They just put out like an album in November. Didn't have a complete band. And now they're touring with real friends. Like, man, they must got these connections. I, if I got paid like $5 for every time that has happened, I would be very rich right now. <laughs> My favorite was he showed up to the first practice and he – Nick Nick never corrected it. I ended up actually correcting it. <laughs> yeah, Eddie was like, I'm in. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Eddie. So Very that's sorry. incredible. Didn't they just break not, up? Because so, I mean, you could just take uh, that name. I don't think they I think their grabs. Singer, or they moved on without their singer. So we'll see what their next oh, so we're, Yeah, we're forever going to be like links. No, no, let's be real. You're forever going to be asked, who's the man overboard? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I, if you look at our Twitter, like, sometimes we try to, like, bear we – go, we go hard on, like, trolling people about the whole man overboard thing. We used to be like, nah, like, we don't want – like, it's just, like, a cool rock area. We just didn't – we don't, like – we didn't name our band after it, but now we're like, yo, dude, have you guys heard this goddamn record? It's sick. Well, my my favorite thing about it was I 100% believed it was for real for for that record until Steven's like, nah, it's just for like, you know, when you're having a conversation, you're going to be like, yo, real talk. And I was like, nope, did not see that coming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dead ass. Oh, dude, actually, we should probably tweet at them again because we're like, we're we're still trying to like get a connection via Twitter. Like, we'll tweet at them. We'll be like, yo, dude, your record's sick. That was part of my formative like, years, yo, dude, man. Your record, man. <laughs> it's so sick. And like when Keep Flying play with them, we're like, yo, Keep Flying. Hook a brother up, yo. But <laughs> we've yet to <laughs> get uh, back. But if there was, please DM us. Man overboard. That'd be so funny. I, I think the only interaction I've ever had with Man Overboard is we did an emo night. And uh, Zach, uh, Russian, and Tom, you were both there. Yes, we were. <laughs> yep. And Zach, Zach came and was supposed to DJ, and he, he ended up not really DJing because nobody stuck around after the pants finished. But uh, the only thing, I, the only real interaction I had with him was he he filmed our newfound glory set and he sent it to Steve Klein, who wrote back to say, "Hey, tell him I said what's up. They did that well." And I was like, "I'd be more enthused." That's fucking. I cool. thought it was great, but I was like, "Damn, only it was Chad." <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember the, uh, the drummer from Coheed. 
shared that show on his uh, personal Instagram page because we were covering Cody and Cambry as the Red Summer Sun. Um, oh, and wow. then never came out to the yeah. show. But I remember he said something like, we should go dress up as the band who's dressing us. Well, <laughs> I, I really wish that would have happened. So the funny story behind that is I met him actually like, I think that was uh, the 28th. I met him like the beginning of that month at Downstairs at the Chance. They did another emo night. And he was yep. he came in and was the cast DJ. So, no shit. so Nikki, Nikki and I, who put on the show, we were downstairs. We had the flyers printed up, and they're on the bar. And I happened to be standing next to him, and he leaned over. He goes, who was responsible for this? I was like, oh, me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we get talking. He was, like, so enthused. And I, he was like, I, I thought he was, at, he, was, he was he was like actually like wanting to come. And I was like, yeah, you should come. He goes, yeah, I'll see if Claudia's around if he wants to come. And I was right. I was not going to tell you guys. I know, especially Jordan. I knew much you guys loved them. And I was like, I'm just not going to say anything and see what happens if they actually show up. Well, I just remember, like, my friends all blew up my fucking social media afterwards. They're like, holy shit, Tom, have you seen this yet? And I'm like, no, what, what am I looking at? And then they showed me, I was like, holy fuck. So, yeah, that was, that was, it was cool, but then they didn't come. So, you know, oh, nature music. Fucking, hey, who's calling my house right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, I wanted to ask you uh, about getting Dylan on board and, you know, how he's made an impact so far. I know he's relatively like the greenhorn on the team. So Dylan's a but fucking not. legend. Like he, the kid impresses me all the time. And I love him. He, uh, how'd you we, guys meet him? Uh, we did a classic. Hey, if you want to try out, just like email us and all that. And he, we're thinking like, Oh, we're probably have to like find someone that's like not from Maine. And, Turns out he went to UMaine. I'd seen our band before a couple times, and he's like, "Yeah, I just wanna, I just wanna try it." Like, I didn't think I'd actually get it. And the first time we practiced with him, we're like, "Oh, damn! Like this kid, this guy has a voice, and he's like super chill." And like, if you've met him, he's kind of like a sh- like he's probably definitely the shyest. But besides Rusty, he might be the shyest person in our band. <laughs> I'm trying to crack him. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Uh, so we were like, okay, like, cool. Like, this guy has, like, a lot of potential. Like, And we're like, yeah. And then we tried him out for, like, our – we had, like, three shows that we were doing. And we tried him out. Like, the second time we played with him, we headlined a higher ground in Burlington, which is, like, a huge, awesome venue. We played there twice. That was a show's of rarity, right? Yeah, we did like we did like we like sandwiched them in because they were going to like Long Island and we were not. So we were like, all right, let's go to Burlington because we haven't done it in a while. And like the second show, he just like it clicked. Like he was a natural. Like he was giving people the mic. Like the two people that knew our songs, <laughs> and he. <laughs> It was yeah. Adam in the front and me. <laughs> and, like, he got off stage, went straight to the merch table. Like, two people were like, hey, can, can we get a photo with you? And they're like, he's like, yeah, sure. Like, I, I don't know why you want to get a photo with me. Like, I'm barely a fan. <laughs> like, 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 all right, you're, you're in. Like, we're doing this. Uh, yes. Also, for the record, he's – I am somehow related to him now. How did you guys oh, find it out? 23. We're, we're getting our local dinner, uh, our famous dinner at the great Portland Pico. If you're ever in Maine, Portland Pico, shout out. Uh, 
the very uh, thing we do here in Maine, we we try to get Portland Five to the dinner if we're playing a show or whatever. And I was just talking about my race, crazy race car driving family. And he's like, hey, like my mom's married, so that's like a race car driver. I was like, oh, yeah, who? And he's like, oh, yeah, like, uh, and Bleach. And I was like, wait, I'm related to like that guy. He's like, wait, what? And I had to like call my mom and be like, hey, how am I related to this guy again? And, and it's, it's really weird. But yeah. That's so it funny. It was meant to he happen. He lives like 40 minutes from, uh, from me and we're, we're, we're related. I was very happy when you guys hooked up with Dylan because from everything we talked about when I was filling in with you guys and just – I think he's perfect for everything you guys wanted to do, and I'm really happy you guys found him. Thanks, I'm also I – lo- I miss him. I, I do too. So I miss all of you guys. Fuck this quarantine. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah, how is it like – how does it work with you guys living so far away from each other? At, at times, I know, like, it's you're scattered all over the place. Tom, you're in, like – New York, but close to Vermont. Right? Yeah, Plattsburgh. I'm in the northeasternmost city in New York. Um, it's not New York; it's Canada. It's literally fucking South Canada. When I try to explain this to people on a the map, they're like, "Oh, are you from Rochester, Buffalo?" I'm like, "Dude, that's like fucking six to eight hours away from me." So, yeah, um, yeah. I'm in. I'm like closer to Montreal than I am to anywhere else. Like, if we're to put it on a map. Whoa. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I mean, we make it work. Um. Thankfully, we're all pretty competent musicians, so we can get together, you know, one to two times a month um, if we're lucky, sometimes less like right now. And uh, but we do all the due diligence at home and we take the time to really, you know, grind our parts together. So when we get together, it's not just like, oh, well, what was this bit? It's like we all know our bits and we bring it together and the puzzle just kind of fits. Um, I mean, we got to do tweaking, of course, but once we get there, you know, we figure those details out and. It's already kind of well put together before we even have to worry about it. That's great. I think that's the best situation you could for have, sure. you know, considering the circumstances. Agreed. For sure, for sure. Plus, I know, I know Rustin's got a, a pretty sick setup in that basement there. Cause... Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, he'll practice at or he'll, like, unfortunately, he'll drive to Maine, which he hates doing, but... Probably not as much as I do. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I live in uh, South live? Burlington, Vermont. Oh, I made okay. that ride with you before, and we, we, we came up with the greatest app that we probably forgot and never told anybody about. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> what is it? it? Let's hear it. I think it was, like, something for, like, finance, like, a way to, like, go in and, like, an app made towards, like, day trading, I want to say it was made, like, oh, not day trading, like, investing in, like, startups. Yeah, exactly. It was, Wait. It was, like... We need to talk. This is my fucking forte. <laughs> 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 there's, uh... We have a separate band chat called oh, I hate Real to tell stock. you guys, there's, like... <laughs> what? Shit, you're not. That's it. it was... <laughs> they were talking about stocks, and I was like, dude, no. <laughs> like, I'm the... <laughs> I was like, it, it, it so much. I was walking my roommate's dog, and the phone was blowing up. I was like, I hate this so much. <laughs> yeah. well, like, so, like, so I sell, I sell for. I don't know if I talked about this yet on the show, but I sell real estate in New York, and uh, we're not. De- we well, actually, they just changed it like two days ago. But there's like super, super huge restrictions. So, like, I'm like super out of work right now. Like, I can't show houses, can't work my part time job, and so someone's like, you should day trade, man. And I was like, have you met me? I said was it that. you? 
It was you. Yeah. Was, You're it, welcome. It was great. It was a great tip, but like horrible. Time it, for exactly it. my yeah. point. Where I was going, I was like, have you seen the market? I forgot it was you. For some reason, I thought it was uh, I thought it was my brother. For some reason, I don't know why I thought it was you. Got them stonks. Well, Next thing you know, you'll be joining Day Trader, and it'll be great. You'll play with Gary. It, 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 actually, I, since you said uh, crime hysteria before, I meant to say this before. You brought it back around to it. We played in, um, uh, we played Gold Sounds in Brooklyn. When was that, Aaron? Back in like February. And yeah, uh, I got down there earlier for everybody else, and I went into this bar. I was the only person in the bar hanging out, and I got a beer, and I was talking to the guy, and uh, he happened. He wasn't. He wasn't in Crime and Stereo, but he was in a band with all of like Gary and a bunch of the Crime and Stereo dudes. So I thought that was. I thought that was a funny little. Uh, That's uh, six de- six degree of separation. Wow. Yeah, dude, it's a small world, right? <laughs> exactly. And that dude didn't even know where the venue was, right? That dude was so hungover. I tried, like, having a conversation with him. He finally said, he goes, dude, like, I hear you and all, but, like, I just, I can't even right now. <laughs> like, I'm just so hungover. He's, like, making, like, a, a grilled cheese taco or something like that. Just, like, behind the bar. Just, just you know, living his best Sunday. That's that right, dude's dude. my hero. <laughs> Not Pats or Rustin's. <laughs> <laughs> So, so guys, um, we're coming up on time, but um, just wanted to, you know, throw it out on the floor. Are there any last minute thoughts, any shout outs you want to give to, um, you know, maybe other bands, literally anything that comes to mind? This is your time. Shout out to Bernie the dog. Even though he Um, Shout out to Wawa. <laughs> shout out to LaCroix. Awesome. Give a shout out to you guys because I love your shit. I'm Wait, waiting. Guys, I'm waiting actually, for Pat to get there. Re- Pat, you missed it. You gonna say it, or am I gonna say it? I shout out to the Green Bay Packers. I don't know. No nah, man, no nah, man. I wanna, I wanna take this time to give a real shout out to Title Fight. Title Fight the winner. <laughs> Changed my life. It's, it's a great, great document. <laughs> I actually ended up watching. Tell that. me it's not. Tell me it's not <laughs> amazing. It's. It was really good. Also, Tom doesn't like Telfay as much as Citizen, so he sucks. Um. <laughs> Sorry, Citizen's better. <laughs> I do like Title Fight though. I will give musically, musically, I was sad. I, I can. I like Citizen musically. They're fantastic, but I just. I can't get into their live show. That's my. I know I'm probably gonna yell out for that, but that's 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 my only gripe for Citizen. Matt Caracas is my favorite vocalist in that genre. So. He's a fantastic vocalist. Hell yeah! Um, so that and let's just be honest, Jet is a fucking hell of a song. So yeah, yeah. But have you heard Shed? Shed Shed is my is my jam. You know, I I, I wake up every morning and I I start my day with a little bit of Shed. Um, shout out. I'm going back to the shout-outs. Um, Shout-out to L.O. Bean, even though they're also <laughs> on lockdown. Um, shout-out to Harry Styles. Yeah. Shout-out. Did I ever say LaCroix? LaCroix. Um, shout-out to Eric Cabs. Uh, I'm going to give shout-outs to What Makes Sense and also to our friends in Inner Love who uh, were at that uh, Long Island show that we played at Amityville Music Hall, I think it was. Is that the venue? It was. Uh, yeah, Jonathan, <laughs> the guy who put the show together, and the bartender, and I think a few other dudes from the band were there, but they were all working that venue, and they just dropped a sick new EP uh, called Fine By Me. 
It's awesome. You guys should check it out. I'm super into EP. it. It's like, yeah, I don't know if y'all listen to it, but it's fucking sweet. Uh, Said so that was inner, inner love. love. With a period cool. at the end. Inner love, inner love. Gotcha. All one word. This is a shout out to uh, Pat and Rustin. I just wanted to uh, real quick say shout out to In Good Nature so I can say to you guys, uh, where the fuck is you guys? <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Jerry. Shout out to Jerry and Mike and Sean and Tim. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining today. Thanks um, for having us. This has been a lot of fun. Man, I can't wait to uh, play some shows, you know, hopefully up in New England sometime this summer. Uh, you, we can see you guys. Hell, Hell, yeah. Yeah. I don't own a boat, but. Yeah, let's, let's, let's all go. Let's I'm down to buy a boat. I'm on a boat. It's what makes sense. <laughs> it, it's, it's exactly it's what, what it is. If it sense. makes sense, it's got to be done because it's what makes All right, sense. All right, real talk. And oh, with a, it. Get a real boat. <laughs> and with that, with all that right, all, God. take us to our yeah. beer shout-out. Are you all right with that, Aaron? Yeah, we have a, we have a weekly beer so shout-out. Or uh, seltzer shout-out. Right. We can do LaCroix. Uh, we'll do both. Shout we'll do both. LaCroix. I'll do the beer. Then, Pat, you can take us on your seltzer right. trip there. All right. So, I started today with uh, – Yes Farms, Yes Beer from Industrial Arts Brewing Company. Uh, they got a new tap room there in Beacon, New York. Highly recommend checking that out. And then currently I switched over to some Equilibrium over in Milltown, New York with some Energy Equals. Two very good beers. Definitely recommend checking out. Hell yeah. Um, and Pat? I would like to give a shout out to LaCroix. I actually ran out of LaCroix and have not bought any recently, but I wish I had Pamplemousse. But, like I said, I have a gallon of <laughs> Wawa iced peach tea that I've been hoarding. <laughs> and I need to drink before April 8th. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Clock get is ticking. That. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. Th- thank you so much for your time. Um, yeah, looking uh, forward to I seeing you. Thanks for having us. All right. It's mutual. Thank- all right, love you Wash your hands. Stay safe. Yeah. Stay healthy. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Stay love. Mm-hmm. All right. It's like live, laugh, love's second cousin or something like that. It's the millennial version. Exactly. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Stay love. Bye. All right. All right. Bye, guys. There's something about small talk and old tunes. While everything's starting to slip, I'm holding on to phone calls with bad connection. We're talking now, just like we did back then. Dragging me down I'm trapped in a cycle
Like 